0: Hi friends and welcome to the Two Moons Wellness Podcast. My name is Jess and I'm your host. Today it's just me but I'm going to be talking to you about mindfulness, mindful breathing and some of the foundations of building that mindfulness and meditation practice. So in this episode I'm going to share some tips and tricks that have been helpful in my own mindfulness and meditation practice and hopefully you will find them to be beneficial for yourself as well. Um, one of the first things that I learned about mindfulness came out of a book by Thich Nhat Hanh, and the name of this book is Happiness and he was talking about just staying in the moment and how important building that practice in every moment so that when you have a challenging moment you can access your mindfulness practice and I really hung on to that and I thought well okay I can subscribe to that and one exercise that he had for reframing your thinking and bringing your thinking back to your breath was counting your breaths in sets of 10. And how you breathe and count in sets of 10 is that on your in-breath, your inhale, you're going to count that as one, your exhale is two, your next inhale is going to be three, your next exhale is going to be four, and you keep doing that until you get to your last exhale of 10 and then you restart with an inhale of one. And I do that sequence of breathing um, when I'm doing dishes, when I'm vacuuming. That's my go-to for not thinking about anything (laughs) except my breathing. So if I'm doing a mundane task, I'm definitely not thinking about anything. I'm clearing my thoughts. I'm trying to only focus back on my breathing. And of course, um, my brain is going ham the whole time. So the point is to refocus your brain. When I'm doing the dishes and I'm counting one, two, and then my brain thinks about what am I going to make for dinner? What about that email that I needed to send? That's when I am in the process of that mindfulness training of training my brain to go back to my breath. And that is one of the most beneficial skills that I have found uh, for Building the foundation of being able to sit in sitting meditation. Because when I first started learning about mindfulness and meditation, there's no way that I could sit in a 10 minute guided meditation. Maybe not even a seven minute or five minute guided meditation. I could sit there, but my brain would be racing. I would not be very successful at refocusing my mind because I didn't know that I I could be refocusing my mind back to my breath. I kept hearing, "Oh, refocus your mind when you're meditating," but I, I just nobody explained it to me the way that Thich Nhat Han did, and that really stuck with me. So I'm very vocal about that skill because of how it has helped me so much. Another very simple way to train your mind to go back to your thinking, back to your breath. This is my crisis go-to: is when I'm taking an in breath, I say in my head, "I am breathing in." And when I exhale, I say, I am breathing out. And that has been such a monumental life skill, really, when I'm in crisis. And I practice that when I'm not in crisis so that I'm able to access it when I'm in crisis. And you'll hear me say that probably 78 times during this podcast because it's true. The mindfulness practice that I have, I do it all the time so that when I'm losing my shit, I'm able to count my breaths. I'm not reacting to the world around me the way that I was because mindfulness has created that space between thought and action. The third breathing technique, breathing exercise, reframing thing that I really like to do is hold it for three seconds, four seconds, five seconds, whatever, uh, you need to be doing for yourself. We're gonna do three, and so your in breath, you inhale, and you hold it for three seconds. And you count to three in your head: one, two, three. And your exhale, you hold that for three: one, two, three. And so your the point is to make your inhale and your exhale the same length of seconds: three seconds, five seconds, whatever suits you better for that moment. To have some even breath. It gives your mind something to focus on other than your racing thoughts, the problem that's at hand. And these breathing techniques have helped lay the foundation for walking meditation for me, sitting meditation, um, guided meditations, f- uh, any of those formal types. This is how you start. People ask me a lot, like, how do I get started? Just start by being with yourself and counting your breaths while you're doing regular stuff Um, and that will help train your mind for when you do sit down for a guided meditation and you're sitting there um, listening to the guided meditation and your brain starts to go crazy on the relationship with your dad and what how complex that is what you did in the seventh grade like the mind is just so wild I swear when you're trying to sit in meditation Uh, these are tools to help guide yourself back to quietness and stillness. I definitely uh, get on my soapbox about meditation and mindfulness for people that have a background of poor emotional regulation, such as myself, um, having a history of being a yeller and a wall puncher, and generally just somebody with very uh, not great emotional regulation skills. Because of how much mindfulness has helped change the way that not only I feel about myself and how I'm taking care of myself, but also my perceptions uh, of the world around me. I think that people that come from a place of trauma, um, that have a lot of like darkness inside of them, like myself, that my perception of the world around me has really affected my interaction within it. Being on high fight or flight all the time makes it impossible to relax it makes it impossible to be in the moment to even access that mindful awareness and so adopting this practice of stepping into my breath stepping into the moment has been monumental in my um, self-work and my self-help and there are lots of free materials on how to learn more about mindfulness so You know, I always am about accessibility and teaching about accessibility. You don't have to go buy expensive mindfulness things or take expensive... workshops or classes about mindfulness or meditation there are excellent books that I checked out from the library when I started in this journey I had no health insurance I did not have money or um, the access to go do those types of things and so I checked out free mindfulness books from the library from Thich Nhat Hanh, Ram Dass, Jack Kornfield, the Buddhist teachers are the ones that I really leaned into for mindfulness meditation and learning how to sit with myself and be with myself And to be honest with you, you know, like doing mindfulness meditation has really helped me go further into my own shadow work because I'm able to emotionally regulate better and better the longer that I am involved in a daily mindfulness practice. And I do believe that anybody is able to get to a place where they can mentally count their breaths. There are endless benefits to mindfulness and meditation. And it's truly become such a passion of mine to talk about it because of how much it's altered me as a person and softened me up. I think being a rough and gruff type person has always been, I don't know, my thing. It's definitely a trauma response of growing up in not a great place and having to be on the defense all the time. And I think that You know, being able to soften myself through this process of shadow work and mindfulness is benefiting not only me, but the relationship that I have with my little sister, the relationship that I have with my partner, my friends, um, members of my family that I'm trying to repair those relationships with. It's impacted the relationship that I have with the community around me, being a a member of 12-step recovery for most of my life and then leaving that um I don't know group or what what have you was a really painful process for me but you know using mindfulness and introspective work to really look at my part in that suffering and reconciling that to move forward in a non-destructive way in a peaceful way and I think that there's something to be said about that um there are lots of different kinds of meditation And as I transition into talking about mindfulness, I'm talking about formal meditation, walking meditation. There's so, so many. So if you think, I cannot sit still, Jess, you're tripping. There's no way I can sit still for 30 minutes. That's okay. Walking meditation is an excellent way to get your legs moving, get your blood flowing, get your brain and your body working as one. Totally uh, a valuable, valuable method. And also, I think that a lot of people meditate and they don't even know. Hiking, backpacking, running, swimming. If you can focus your attention on your breathing patterns, you're meditating. If you can work on clearing your thoughts during those actions, that's meditating. So for my high Aries placements, people who have to be moving all the time, walking meditation, um, a physical activity that's repetitive so that you can try to uh, focus your thoughts, those are great ways to do meditation in daily life. And the benefits of that are innumerable. There's been so much research on mindful meditation and mindfulness, benefiting people who have uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, CPTSD, depression, anxiety. At the end of The Body Keep Score, which is a very popular self-help book about um, your body keeping that stored energy of trauma, the very end of that book, it says, oh my gosh, here's the solution. Surprise, it's mindfulness. And it's crazy to me that that has been the answer in all of this research um, as a solution for people who really struggle to stay in the moment. And for me, that I'm a person with trauma, a strong history of trauma, and I'm try- just trying to like live in my body and be okay. And mindfulness has given me the modality to do that, to breathe through those really hard moments. And I talked about it on my TikTok the other day, but you know, like I had a hard day and I, I was having a lot of really um, strong feelings and I decided just to lean into them fully. And it was like I was doing the dishes, trying to count my breasts, and then I would have like a sobbing episode, fully leaning into the feelings, the, you know, having one situation come up and then immediately thinking about my childhood trauma, what happened with my parents, being abandoned. Um, that has nothing to do with the current circumstance that I was upset about. But like fully leaning into that emotional experience, crying and then like holding my own hand through it, breathing and moving on through those big cycles of big feelings was such a freeing experience to know that I'm able to do that. And I say that with um, the little warning label of that I've been doing daily work on my mindfulness and my meditation every single day for several years and you know if you want to find better emotional regulation and be able to breathe through the really intense feelings and not react in a way that's going to affect you and the people around you then hang on do it every day do the, the breathing dive into a practice of mindfulness Because it's really, really benefited me. That's why I started my socials and started writing self-help books. Um, Because I honestly just thought that I was beyond help at one point. That I was just so angry and hateful that I was beyond repair. And I'm tearing up thinking about that version of myself feeling so hopeless and helpless and being able to step back into my power and be this version of myself feels really good. And so I feel very compelled to share that with others, to let other people know that if you're struggling to breathe through your feelings, you think, fuck, i have too far into the abyss, I'm throwing you a little life preserver, hang on, we're gonna get you out of there. And not to say that like mindfulness and meditation is the answer, because I don't think anything is the answer with the capital T-H-E but it is a answer. There are lots of different paths to the same destination and this has been such a wonderful path. So I like to share about it. (laughs) I think for a long time in my life when I was using drugs and I was trying to escape reality for so long, years and years, decades, when I came to a place where that wasn't working anymore, I was sober for many years, and I still wanted to escape reality. When I didn't, when I, I needed a different solution for that, and so I dove into uh, mindfulness and meditation. And now having this lifestyle of wanting to be in this moment, wanting to be in reality, like there's no urge or need for escape because I want to investigate the here and now and I want to be here and feel the only moment that is honestly real is now and so um, you know leaning into that has been challenging and practicing the breath exercises of the counting to 10 and the in and out and the holding for equal seconds has those are ways that I have been built that um, foundation. And so, you know, if you are struggling, maybe this is a a modality that will be helpful. I have some guided meditations on my YouTube channel that I've recorded that are pretty short. I think the longest one is 15 minutes, but I've tried to put some shorter ones on there. Um, and I'm going to be updating some more guided meditations I have started my journey into yoga school, so I like to do um, like yoga and meditation together in that way. So I'm going to be revamping my YouTube channel in the next couple months. I have the retreat. Brooke and I have our retreat coming up the first weekend of December, which is literally a couple weeks away. So uh, get registration for that if you would like to go. It's going to be a full weekend of wonderful healing, women coming together, connection, um, I'm really looking forward to it. We have workshops on shadow work integration, how you can apply shadow work principles to everyday life. We have some journal prompts. We're going to be making a journal. We're going to be doing poor painting. I'm going to be leading some guided meditations. Brooke and I are both going to be leading yoga. It's going to be great. So there are more info on that on my website, twomoonscraftspdx.com registration is up now I think I have 11 spaces left maybe 12 and tomorrow is the oh wait maybe not tomorrow uh the 11th I don't know what date is today oh the 9th <laughs> sorry the 11th is the last day for pre-sale registration price of 222 after Saturday then registration goes up to 250 for the whole weekend um so information for that is up now we're all lo- really looking forward to that um There are events that are going to be happening in the Portland area monthly. We're taking the month off of December because of the retreat, but we're going to re-go into our mindful monthly meetups in the Portland area. So if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, look for info on my website about the next meetup in January. I think we're probably going to continue to do Everett House. It was a really nice space, and um, I would love to do guided meditation and community crafts. All the community events are always donation-based, free of charge. Just bring yourself. um, That's what they're designed for, is for building that community of like-minded people, people that are mindfully walking in this life. So I think it'll be a really fun event, and I'm looking forward to all the things coming up. On my TikTok, I have several like 30 days of mindfulness, some breathing techniques. I have meditation, shadow work, prompts. So if you're in a place where you're like, okay, I'm ready to dive in, but I don't know what to do. I post a lot on my socials about what you can do in that circumstance. So please check it out. Um, Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, all of the things to boost me in the algorithm. I would like to help as many people as humanly possible. Um, thank you all so much for being with me on this journey. And this is a shorter episode, but it's like I'm by myself. So these have to be shorter episodes. How long can I talk to myself with this microphone? Anyway, I love you all. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.